the Moms for Wellness podcast on SM Enlightenment Radio or TV. This is a podcast for moms who are passionate about being healthy and leading their kids to do the same. Welcome, welcome, Mama. Welcome back to the podcast. All right, today, be P-A. Have you heard of it? Have you seen it on anything in the store maybe? What is BPA? BPA, bisphenol A. It is a common hormone disrupting chemical that is found in certain plastics and in canned foods and drinks. So why am I devoting an episode to this chemical? because it is affecting your child's health and you might not even know it, okay? In 2021, a meta-analysis of 28,353 adults, BPA was detected in over 90% of participants, strongly suggesting that the chemical is nearly impossible to avoid among the general population. So it's not just your children that it's affecting, it is affecting you very likely and your whole family, your friends, your neighbors, all people around you, okay? But this podcast is for you, mama, for your family. What can you do about it? So what I'm going to do today is inform you, okay? So the first thing is just get informed. So I'm going to share with you what it is and why it's harmful and where you find it and then how to avoid it as much as you can. So those of you who know what BPA is, you might be like, oh, I'm going to skip to the end, like, you know, get my points of how to avoid it. But for those of you that aren't quite sure about exactly what it is, um, let's talk about that, okay? So let's talk about why it's harmful to you. You probably have become familiar with it just because you see products with a BPA-free label on it, right? It's it's becoming a little bit more common and I do think a lot more people are aware of this but maybe you've never really stopped and thought about what it is like what the heck is BPA what does it even stand for did you know it stood for that um, and why does it even have a label like that on a product okay so the thing is the scientific community has known about the toxic effects of BPA for years, for years. And here's what they've known. This is why it's bad, okay? BPA can bind to estrogen receptors and influence bodily processes. So these bodily processes, we're talking about things such as growth, cell repair, fetal development, energy levels, 
and reproduction, okay? In addition, BPA may also interact with other hormone receptors, such as those for your thyroid, thus altering their function. So it affects your thyroid as well. And exposure to BPA is a concern because of the possible health effects on the brain and the prostate gland in fetuses, in infants, and in children. Effects of exposure as a fetus can last a lifetime. Very, very important to know that. So moms who are pregnant, moms who are thinking about becoming pregnant, this is a really important issue to be aware of and really to, for you to personally try to minimize as much exposure as possible in order to protect your baby. Um, it can also affect children's behavior. So additional research suggests a possible link between BPA and increased blood pressure, type 2 diabetes, obesity, and cardiovascular disease. It can cause infertility issues and risk of estrogen-sensitive diseases such as breast cancer and endometriosis. Okay, guys, if I don't have your attention now, I'm not quite sure what else will. Like, that's a whole list of things that BPA does and affects, okay? That is not something we want to be messing around with. That is not something that we want to be intentionally or not intentionally putting into our bodies, okay? So then how are we doing that? Where is BPA found, okay? Well, this is where it's found. It's in epoxy rosins used to coat the inside of metal products. So we're talking about things such as food cans, bottle tops, and water supply lines, okay? So like all those canned goods, yep, it could be in there. It's also found in baby bottles, water bottles, soda cans, to-go food containers. It's even in paper products. It's also found in toiletries, in menstrual products. The thermal printer receipts, like when you go shopping and get handed your receipt, yep, it's on there. CDs and DVDs, household electronics, eyeglass lenses, sports equipment, workout clothing, I'm gonna come back to that, and some dental sealants and composites also may contain BPA. They're sitting in your mouth, okay? So that's a crazy list of things, and that in no way is an exhaustive list, but those are some of the most common things that you're going to come across that have BPA in them. So here's an interesting little uh, cheat sheet, you know, thing to keep in your mind. If you're looking at a product, right, and if a product isn't labeled and you're not sure does this have BPA in it or not, keep in mind that some but not all plastics that are marked with a recycle code of 3, 6, or 7 may contain BPA, okay? So when you're looking at, you know, the triangle thing that tells you the the recycle information, whether you can recycle it or not, can you put it in the container or not to have the town pick it up? So if it has a three, six, or seven, it may contain BPA. So that gives you an idea right there. And then on the flip side, the numbers one, two, four, and five are unlikely to contain BPA. So those are just uh, some little uh, tips for you to be able to know about that, okay? And then that kind of leads us in to the how to avoid, all right? Then how do we avoid BPA, all right? The thing is, it's crazy. The FDA still recognizes BPA as a safe additive in food packaging. 
Although the agency banned manufacturers from using BPA in baby formula cans, baby bottles, and sippy cups in 2012. Okay, so that didn't affect two of my kids. They still had it in their products, um, potentially um, in their baby bottles um, then. But in 2012, they did ban it in those products. Regardless, some emerging research suggests that even at established safe levels of BPA, uh, BPA exposure may cause or contribute to a variety of health problems. So we just talked about all of those, and so even small amounts can cause problems. So we definitely want to do what we can to minimize our exposure to BPA. So here's a list of ways that we can do that, ways that we can avoid BPA, ways that we can minimize our BPA exposure. Okay, number one, remember I mentioned the workout clothes and I said, hey, I'm gonna come back to that. Well, now we're back to that. Check your athletic clothing, your workout clothes for BPA. Like, I'm not even kidding. There are a lot of brands, brands that you might own products from them, very common brands that have BPA in it. And that's just crazy because then you're sweating and then your pores are opening and just you're, you're keeping those clothes on and you're, the BPA is able to get into your body through your skin. Okay, so what can you do? Check your clothing. Uh, reach out and um, talk to contact the director, the manufacturer directly, and find out if they use BPA. And then in the future, don't buy that brand. And you either have the choice to throw that out, or just definitely minimize the time that you are in it. Just wear it for working out. I wouldn't suggest that, but if you're gonna keep it, don't like wear it all day because again, the longer you're exposed to it, the worse it is for you, okay? Just not a good thing. So that's probably the most surprising thing you're gonna hear today, like your athletic clothing, that's crazy. Like that is one that surprised me. I did not expect that. Um, and especially the brands that um, have BPA in it um, is a bit shocking too. So definitely do your research and find out about that for the clothes that you have. Okay, that's number one. Number two, don't put plastic containers in the microwave, okay? Don't heat them up and don't put them in the dishwasher either because the heat may break, may break down over time and then allow that BPA to leach into the foods. You don't want that happening, okay? So do not put... Um, anything like plastic in the microwave or the dishwasher. Third one is <laughs> stop using plastic water bottles, okay? Use a different kind of water bottle. Use um, a reusable one, Don't, or even the reusables can be plastic, just don't choose a plastic water bottle, okay? And then also, yes, there's a great picture of plastic water bottles, a good visual for you to think about. The next one then is stop using plastic storage containers. There's all kinds of amazing glass storage containers that you can use for your leftovers and for your food and things at home. So opt for the glass ones. Don't use the plastic storage containers, okay? Um, use the glass, use porcelain, use stainless steel for your hot foods and liquids just instead of those plastic containers, okay? The next way to avoid BPA is check your child's toys. Check them. Make sure that they are um, not having BPA. And again, just avoid the plastic toys. Okay. Um, I know, I know that's easier said than done, but just be aware. Uh, then the next one, number six is try to get fresh fruit and veggies as much as possible. 
okay? But if you do get canned fruits and veggies, because I know it's inevitable for a lot of people, there just aren't fresh fruit and veggies available in a lot of communities. And so that's not always an option at the time of year. So we're using canned goods, right? But so here's the next best thing then. Rinse, so when you open it up, um, put it in a colander and rinse the vegetables, rinse the fruit, whatever is in there, rinse it off, okay? Because the study showed that this can lower the exposure to the chemical nearly three times, okay? So, and this also helps wash off additives like sodium and sugar as well, okay? So definitely if you are going to use canned goods, then rinse off the veggies, the fruit, whatever is in it, okay? Um, the next one then is thoroughly wash fruits and vegetables before consuming them okay so when you do get those fresh fruits and vegetables which hopefully you are beautiful pictures I'm getting hungry looking at all these amazing fruits and vegetables um, definitely thoroughly wash them and um, there's there's a lot of just I mean if you just have water just use water but there's also washes that you can use but definitely make sure you wash them the next one then is buy frozen fruit or veggies or opt for dried beans if you can't get them fresh, okay? So all of these are like the, be uh, the best, next best, third best. So obviously the best option is fresh fruits and veggies, but that's not always an option. So then buying frozen fruit or veggies is the next best option or dried beans instead of beans in a can. But then if you do have the beans in a can, then be sure to rinse them off, okay? So there's still ways that you can improve um, being able to get rid of as much BPA as possible. All right, the next way to avoid or greatly reduce BPA is replace older nonstick pans with newer ceramic coated pans, okay? So get rid of those nonstick pans. You don't want them, especially the older ones, okay? Next one is avoid outdoor exercise when pollution levels are high. This is really important because you can't necessarily change where you live um, because sometimes you live in a place where there is a lot of pollution and that would have a lot of BPA in the air. So that is another factor, not just the products we're using and the foods that we're consuming, but the air we're breathing as well. So just be aware of where you are and just avoid outdoor exercises, exercise when those pollution levels are high okay the next one is replace and discard safely old fluorescent bulbs and deteriorating construction materials from older buildings so if you live in an older building um, and you have some pieces that are kind of crumbling make sure you get rid of them safely and carefully especially the old fluorescent light bulbs um, safely dispose of them as well okay the next one is going to be a little bit surprising I think um, but and you might click off when you hear this, but swap out your automatic coffee maker. The ones made from plastic can be serving up BPA in your coffee straight from the containers and from the tubing. Remember I mentioned in the very beginning of this, even the, the tubes that are, bring your water could be contaminated with BPA. And the same goes for your coffee machine as well. So just be aware of the BPA that you could be consuming from that. And then choose products that are labeled phthalate-free, BPA-free, and paraben-free. But I do want to put a um, asterisk next to that, a little caveat there, because the thing is BPA-free is not necessarily better because you need to check and see what are they replacing it with, right? So BPS is often something that they are replacing it with. 
and BPS can be over 100 times more potent than BPA. Okay, so very, be very careful and just therefore just avoid all plastic. And obviously I know plastic isn't the only thing it's in. So do your homework, look into things, but a great place to start is just avoiding plastic. Get a different kind of uh, water bottle and just really start reducing and getting the plastic out of your life, okay? So I have a bonus um, to throw in at the end here. So there's four ways that you can get rid of BPA. So sounds like we've all got it, right? The 90%, you know, to some degree, but we can definitely do what we can to reduce the consumption and use of products that have BPA in it. But then, okay, so how do we get rid of the BPA that is already in our system? Well, I'm gonna give you four ways that you can get rid of the BPA that's already in your system. The first one, number one, is by using probiotics. So a good supplement um, is a great option. Um, or eating fermented foods. So fermented foods like kimchi and natural sauerkraut and kefir. Drink kombucha, okay? And basically what you're gonna be doing is you'll increase your good gut bacteria, and then that helps break down chemicals like BPA and clear it out, okay? So having good consumption of probiotics, whether in supplement form or through fermented foods, is a really great way to rid your body of BPA. Number two way of ridding your body BPA is drink black tea. So black tea reduces BPA toxicity. I think that's amazing. So drink loose leaf tea, that is definitely the best, but drinking black tea is a great way to be able to rid your body of the BPA toxicity. The third one is sweat it out. So this is a reason why saunas are so good and so healthy because sweating out the toxins is a way to rid the body of unwanted chemicals. So going into a sauna, obviously exercising, it just makes me think like there's so many benefits of sports and of exercising, especially for kids when they're young. So like there's just so many, it's just so interesting to see the research and see things like this and the way that the body gets rid of toxins, sweat is one of them. So being able to sweat more to really get them out is a great thing. And then the fourth way to get rid of BPA out of your body is by using quercetin. So this is a flavonoid found in fruits, veggies, leaves, tea, and whole grains. And what it does is it breaks up toxicity from BPA. So it also comes in supplement form also. Um, so you can definitely get that. By the way, it's great for allergies too. So quercetin does a lot of good things, but it is definitely um, another way of getting BPA out of your system. System, or put them all together and do all of these. Have probiotics, drink black tea, sweat it out, and quercetin. So it just gives more understanding of, you know, I've talked about vitamins. The last episode we talked about vitamin E. We've talked about vitamins in the past. And so, you know, I will link those episodes. And so just paying attention to the vitamin consumption, eating the rainbow. We've talked about that in other episodes and all these things that we can be doing to build health. But I love digging into things like this to really inform you as a mom to understand and to know the dangers that are out there, but then also the benefits of what can we do about it? How can we help our health? How can we enhance our health? What are good things to do? And some things that you are already doing, then you have more understanding of like if you're already taking, you know, different vitamins and just 
understanding eating the rainbow and what is that really doing for my body. I just think having good information is so good to be able to add to that and add to your resolve and be like, yes, I know this is important and just having more reasons why is just makes it all that much more important and just helps you be more resolute and, and resolute and making sure that your kids are consuming their veggies, are exercising, are doing all these things. So those are the four bonus things that you can do to rid your body of BPA. And hopefully this was helpful and informative to you to understand what BPA is, how it's affecting your child's body, how it's affecting your body, and then ways that you can avoid it or just start phasing it out, getting it rid, getting rid of it out of your life. So I hope that is helpful to you. Um, if you have you take a picture, message me on, you know, uh, tag me on Instagram or just message me if you have other thoughts or other ways that you are doing this, um, something that you learned from today. Um, that would be amazing to see the types of things that you are doing, the changes that you might have based, something that you learned from today. I would love to hear from you. That would be so fun to be able to connect. I'm at Jenny Hardy on Instagram. That would be amazing to connect there. So I hope this was helpful for you and go out and be healthy. That's a wrap. Thanks for joining me on SM Enlightenment Radio or TV or joining me on the Moms for Wellness podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the Moms for Wellness podcast and leave a five-star rating or review. It really is helpful and we would be so grateful. I'm Jenny. Have a good one. Thank you.